Hello, and welcome to the Weekly Recap. This is episode 165. Nick and Sarah are back in the basement. Hey. That was a big, deep breath from Sarah. It's cold down here. (laughs) As always, it is cold down here. Uh, We are recording on a Tuesday afternoon for once. Oh, yeah. So this is our Tuesday Tuesday afternoon edition of the Weekly Recap, where we're going to talk about beers. At least it's happy hour. That's true. And we're drinking. You want to tell the folks at home what we're drinking? Literally do not remember. Are we on 2X False Kingdom? Is that the name of it? Am I like appropriating Southern Tears naming conventions and yeah. applying them to Old Thunder? Because I think I am. <laughs> you are. All right. It is 2FK is the beer. That's it. Um, found a four pack uh, that I had forgotten about in the garage. It's been cold, so it's fine. But this beer is almost two months old, and it is drinking phenomenally. Is it really? Yeah. It's been two months since their anniversary? December 29th, yeah. it's Today is the 15th of February. One and one half months. Okay. Well, still. Six weeks for an IPA. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, How long? It's I've great. kept stained glass for, like, months. I know. As it, experiments. Fair enough. Um, but, yeah, this one's great. I'm really happy that we have a four-pack left of it because, man, this beer is awesome. It is really good. Um. We're here to talk about two American institutions today. Which ones? <laughs> I'm glad that you. I'm glad you asked. Uh, <laughs> I am thinking American loggers and the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, you want to just get right into it? Absolutely. All right. So we went over to Old Thunder. We did for logger. Their Lager Fest. Literally, no one should they, let yeah, me speak because I don't know, I don't what, know what they called it. I, don't forget, I forget what the name of it was. <laughs> Same. <laughs> I am also. But it was a celebration of PA Lager. It was delicious. Is what it was called. I'm pretty sure. Um, so they had breweries from all over PA come and pour their beers at Old Thunder. Um, I don't know if everybody was represented by like people from the brewery or not, but there were a pretty large um, range of places from. East PA and West PA, Central PA, that kind of thing. So uh, I thought it was very cool, very well done. If you've been to events at Old Thunder, sometimes they get overcrowded. This one was not. No. I I mean, I don't know if that was because it was like a Wednesday evening in the dead of winter. (laughs) Actually, it was relatively nice last Wednesday. That's true. Yeah. I think I went out in like a denim coat, which is unheard of for me in the winter. Right. Usually Sarah is uh, Miss Layers. Yes. So, or Mrs. Layers, I guess. Yeah. Um, Probably more appropriate. How about yeah. Ms.? There no, we go. What? Ms.? Yeah. I said Miss. They're two different things. What? Hold on. Really? Wait, please explain this to me because I'm very confused right now. What am I thinking? How did you miss, like, God, would that have been second wave feminism in the 70s? I mean, I'm sure someone can call me out and tell me that I'm wrong, but yeah. Like in the 60s and 70s, women were insulted by the term like Miss and Mrs. and wanted to be referred to as just Ms. I don't. Okay. All right. Um, Yeah. Because Miss is an unmarried woman. Miss is a married woman. So like to establish your own identity because that's when we're also getting out of the like Mrs. Nicholas Adams. Yeah. That's that's always been kind of weird to me. I never really liked that. Because I mean, again, it's, it's a pronunciation of ownership isn't it like it's like oh yes. yeah i own this woman yeah now, your identity is completely erased once you're married to a man super weird bullshit so right yeah the term ms came about in like the 60s or 70s Hence especially why you didn't women, change your last name right yeah. when we're getting into the professional spaces they wanted to be ms 
Okay. So yeah, fun history lesson for you. All right. Fair enough. Uh, so yeah, we were over at Old Thunder. We were. On a Wednesday evening. In the corner in those nice comfy chairs that they have. Yep. Not sure how we scored those. Me neither. It was pretty busy when we got there. And it was like really out of the way. So maybe no one wanted to sit over there, but I did because it was out of the way. Right. So, you know. I mean, the line was pretty steady the whole time, but they were pouring beer in both the garage and at the bar. So yeah. I thought it worked out well. We unfortunately missed out on one of the beers that was pouring in the garage, though. Yes. The smoked. Was it smoked lager or smoked pilsner? I don't remember. And I closed and no longer have the window for the tap list. Yeah. I should have taken a screenshot. I feel like, didn't you take a picture of it at one point? No. No? Okay. Well, either way, I know I had the smoked Hellas from East Branch. Maybe I'm now confusing the beer that you had and a different beer that we missed out on. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you are. That's fine. There was, I don't know, the the smoked Hellas that I had was fantastic. It was very it good. Was I love a smoked weird beer. weird and like a little bit out there, but really enjoyed it. I had a really great Pilsner. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this brewery, but it was a really great German Pilsner from Dancing Gnome. <laughs> All right, you caught me off guard with that one. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, there were several great options on the list. Um, we had BG's. Uh, hopped Pilsner. Yeah, dry hop Pilsner, which, which was okay. I mean. I, I didn't love it. As I told our dear friend Mike from the Dancing Gnome and the Brewers Guild, that if I'm getting a Pilsner, I want a Pilsner. Not an IPAE Pilsner. You don't want a hoppy boy. I don't Pilsner, want a hoppy, a hoppy boy Pilsner. Boy. I want just a crispy boy. Okay. So like that's my that was my main complaint is that like I tend to just stay away from hopped Pilsners because then they don't taste like Pilsners. Yeah, uh, somebody is doing a series, and I cannot for the life of me remember this right now. Somebody's doing a series of lightly dry hopped. Um. Crispy boys, and it might be four points. Maybe I'm thinking, am I just speaking this into existence? Maybe you might be. That would be cool. Yeah. Uh, no, somebody just said that they were going to be doing that, and I'm pretty sure it was Adam from four points, but I'm not. Was that on like Facebook or was it on Insta? It might have been on Twitter or Facebook. I hate which you don't have either of those. I have Twitter. (laughs) Uh, do you follow Adam? No, no, so you should. I think he's a fun follow. I can switch accounts and like research this real fast. Um, I think. Jeez, I, uh, I want to say, yeah, I don't know. Now I'm totally losing it because it could be like Voodoo or, you know, somebody else too. I, I cannot I quickly switch accounts on Twitter because I'm not signed in. Oh, here, I got you. But I will point out that I think the list was very eclectic, even though it was still like this, supposedly just to be loggers. Everything was different, right? It, like, was. it wasn't just everybody did a, uh, a pay a logger or, you know, or a standard like the 340 right like you, they had 340 on tap you could get it on the lucre pour right yeah but it was interesting to see the list because there were like the dunkles there was a um oh what was it 11th hours doppelbach was really good and that one falls yes. in the lager realm too which i you know again these are styles that not everybody does well right. and not everybody does period i had a pilsner from somewhere out east was from it philly uh, I'm trying to think of which one you got. As always, our preparation and research is spectacular on this podcast. (laughs) I mean, we could probably find it pretty easily. Um, I mean, I can just scroll back up in my text messages if I would scroll up and not back. Yeah. Yeah. 
but there were, I, okay. So let me go through the list since I just pulled it up. Um, so obviously it was at old thunder. They had brew gentlemen. They had Cinderlands. Uh, Oh no, you know what it was. Mm-hmm. You had the East branch. I had the yes. root down. Yes. I was literally just going to say, <laughs> I chose not to tell my friend about the East branch, but I did tell him about the root down. Yeah. Root down was the, the smoked Hellas. Yes. And that one was great. The East Branch one kind of left me wanting more. It was it, it was, was fine. Yeah, it was drinkable, but it wasn't yeah, like it wasn't anything like, out outstanding. It, it yeah. didn't have any sort of characteristics that would make me think, "Ooh, I want to get more of this beer." Or, "Oh yeah, this put East Branch on the map, and we have to go visit." Like yeah. type of thing. Not that they not, not that they're that not they that way. Sure, don't but, make excellent beers, but the Pilsner just didn't stand out to me. Yeah. So, so the rest of the list. Pilsner. Um, so for the Eastern PA list, we had BG Cinderlands Golden Age. Uh, Necromancer, East End, Dancing Gnome, Trace, 11th Hour. And yes, everyone, he did say for Eastern PA, we have Western PA breweries, but that's fine. I said Western. I thought you said Eastern. No, I said Western. All right. Uh, uh, you want to rewind the tape? Maybe. We're going to have to. <laughs> see who All wants right. Yeah, we'll find out later. Uh, for the for the rest of the state, we had New Trail, Trogues, Berwick, which was the one that we missed out on. That's the one. Uh, Root Down, East Branch, and Therapy. Was the other one. So, I mean, that's a, a pretty hefty list. I mean, you're talking 15 breweries, 14 breweries for a random Wednesday, not ticketed, just show just, up and drink hey. the beer, hang out. Cool. Yeah. I love these types of events. They're really cool. I, I think that it's excellent. Um, you see them pop up more and more often. Yeah, I'm a big fan of them. Uh, the one that Imprint put on over the weekend. Oh. Uh, so, uh, the Thick Boys Glass. Whenever they were yes. on the podcast, right? Yes. We had talked about the Beer Discovery app. Okay. Right. And Beer Discovery is a project that was put together by Will from Equilibrium, who is now at Dreamscape. Okay. Uh, or Dream State, I think is what it's called. Uh, it's his new project, right? Mm-hmm. Um, this app is specifically for breweries, basically to advertise. Mm-hmm. It's like an Instagram for just breweries, right? Oh, like cool, you can yeah. go on, log on, see all their posts and stuff. So they did an event at Imprint Brewing over the weekend mm-hmm. called Too Hot for Gram, <laughs> right? So, or Too Hot for the Gram. I forget what it said. But the idea was it was a free event. There was, all you had to do was RSVP mm-hmm. and you show up, you drink beer. Like that, that was it. And they had a monster list. Like I'm talking, there were just prototype like, there. 60 breweries or something like it was ridiculous that is ridiculous and it was a free event like this is nuts right like these guys just showed up just wanted to pour and hang out and drink other people's beer at imprint which is one of the biggest like middle of nowhere breweries that's blowing up right now yeah places right like the smooshy or the smoogey series that they do when it comes to pittsburgh it sells out everywhere it does creekside just posted a little bit earlier that today that they got like six or seven different styles of them in but Yeah, I just thought this is a cool way to get people out to your establishment. It is. And I mean, Old Thunder, obviously, they were charging pints and stuff like that. So it wasn't exactly the same thing. But fine. I mean, like. Yeah, no, I expect to go and buy beer. Well, it's a really cool way to like go and try new breweries that you like normally wouldn't get either. Right. And I mean, the world is getting smaller too. Like, I I, I mean to say, like, we've got the uh, Philly Invades Pittsburgh event coming back this year Mm -hmm. where a lot of East. PA breweries are coming to Pittsburgh Mm -hmm. to pour. And I mean, the last time we went to that event, we had a good time. We did have fun. I will say, I don't know that it was as 
hype as this one's going to be. Yeah, I don't I would think say. so. I mean, we went to like one of the first ones though, too. Right, and I think a lot of the breweries were still like new or just Very, just opened yeah. or didn't like have their their. This was years ago. Yeah, that was what 2018, I think. I think earlier than that. But it was a fun time, and I mean, they're doing it at it Necromancer. Was. I think this one's at Necromancer, so yes. it'll be it'll be a blast. Um, if you're I like, I mean, we're not going to be going. Unfortunately, it's just not something that we can do with all the festivals that we have coming up. There's so many, <laughs> but uh, definitely check it out. Uh, I, I would say, you know, the time the time that we spent at the first one that we went to, we had a good time. Yeah, um, and you get to, it, like you said, you get to experience stuff that's outside of the normal. Yeah, but I appreciate like when you get to do that and it's not a festival. Right, like I can just like. It can chill and go up and be like, oh, you know what? I want to try this. And like, that's it. And then I pay for it. And then I'm like good to go. And I don't feel the need to like drink my ticket worth or something. Right. And that's something that, I mean, don't worry. There are events that you can do that. Absolutely. And I enjoy doing that. But at the same time, you don't always want to do that. Yeah. I think that there's a, there's a market for this, like. Especially during the week. Experience type drinking instead of like this smash all the beers on the list. You know, like that, that's what's cool about these types of events is like seeing the local people show up and show out, but also like getting people from outside the area. Yeah. You know? All right. So overall I had a blast at old thunder. Always do. I I love that place. I do too. Um, If it was like 10 minutes closer, we'd be there way more often. Way more. Um, and it's not even like it's that much further. Like I, again, and we appreciate, like, uh, we love going out there and seeing everybody and like, it really is like a hangout for all the people that work at other breweries. Right. It is. Like, uh, but yeah, they're, it's a great spot. I think they do a really nice job with these types of events and I can't wait to see what they do yeah. next. Yeah. Um, speaking of lager events though, I just remembered this one. Uh, Allegheny city is doing their lager city event. Oh, Coming up here next week, I want to say. Uh, again, not real good at the whole schedule thing, but it's I know they're really bad at this. That's fine though. I know it's coming up. I mean, at least I remembered it, right? Yeah. Um, it is Logger Jam. Logger is what Jam. It's called. I'm obsessed with that name. <laughs> oh, you know what? We're going to be it's out of town that weekend, April unfortunately. 30th. So yeah, a couple months out on that. I didn't realize it was that, that is far not away. next week. No, by it's the not. Way. I thought it was April thirtieth. Yeah. I thought it was coming up soon, but you want to read down the list? Um, sure. We've got Abjuration, Allegheny City, Cinderland's Dancing Gnome, East End, 11th Hour, Fermata, Christ House, Hitchhiker, Inner Groove, Leaning Cask, Pen, Trace, Two Phrase, Union Brothers, and Food and Music. Tickets think- are on sale at now. It's just now. <laughs> currently. <laughs> Tickets are currently on sale. Um What's the what's the rate on those? Um, I don't know. Let's find out. I just clicked the link. Same. Who's gonna win the loading game? Forty nine dollars. Doesn't seem that bad. You get a uh... no. You get a tumbler, which is super fun. And there's parking. That's the best part about Allegheny City. Is there, there is that is huge parking, that parking lot. I can read there, and no one's ever parked in that um, lot. Not to say that their beers are anything to like shake a stick at. I like. Oh, some absolutely of their beers not. A lot it's too. just like when you uh, get breweries in the city, <laughs> and you're like, "Where the fuck am I going to park?" There's literally a huge lot right next to them. Don't drink and drive, though. At the end of the day, that's another yeah, thing that we should don't. not be doing. <laughs> get a DD or you know, take an Uber, and then parking is irrelevant. But you know, right. Uh, so that one's coming up April thirtieth. Uh, Again, we are going to be out of town that weekend. Of course we are. Uh, but for another festival. So, 
that's uh, yeah, that's yeah. what's going to happen. Um, that we'll have more news on that one later, though. I'm going to tease you, little baby birds here. Um, So, in keeping with our new New Year's resolutions, we're going to move into a section of the podcast that we're going to call uh, the Pittsburgh Brewery Guide Exploration Section. Guys, can I tell you how many different breweries we've been at this week that we did not take our book into? <laughs> Old Thunder was one of them. True. Just want to throw that out there. Um, I don't know if Voodoo's on the list. They're not. I looked. Um, but because we, we were, were at Voodoo too. too, and then I had to like Google. <laughs> the breweries that are involved and they are not. All right. So I guess technically, they're not technically a Pittsburgh. Brewery. Yeah. Technically they're Meadville. And I don't think that a lot of like the Butler breweries are included. Like it's all Allegheny County proper, right? Like I'm pretty sure. Is Recon how. on there? I mean, they're, they're cranberry. So like that's practically Allegheny County, but they might be the only one, but also they have a tap room down here now. So, right. They have one. They just opened in Bridgeville, Hastings, Hastings, Hastings. Yeah. Um, <laughs> More on that later, because we'll get there eventually, right? But eventually. Uh, so we did get our brewery guide book. We started it. Um, obviously, we were at Dancing Gnome <laughs> when we bought it. Gnome. So hi, Chu. Hey. She made an appearance. She did. As per um, Yeah, so we bought it at Dancing Gnome. So we obviously got our Dancing Gnome stamp. Uh, that same day, though, went over to Hitchhiker, because yeah. they released Double Dry Hop, Double Bane of Existence. And, you know... Uh, we've talked about it before on this podcast. Bane of Existence might be one of the best beers that Hitchhiker makes. Absolutely. Um, at least a favorite of the pod. I love Bane. And so we got to talk about Hitchhiker, right? Yes. So founded in 2014. So one of the older ones. One of the older, one of the old heads of Pittsburgh breweries. Yeah. As far as like, you know, we're not talking like Penn or. Right. You know. But like, you know. But they've been around Crap since uh, the same weekend as Grist House and Brew Gentlemen. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> so uh, we're gonna give uh, got to give respect where respects due. We're starting with one of the one of the guys that's been around there established, right? Yes. Um, they have two locations. This is going to be the educational piece here, guys. Okay, Mount Lebo. Just in case you didn't know, and Sharpsburg. Yes. Are there two locations? Uh, very different vibes at each. I would say. Probably. I feel like I haven't been to the Lebo location in about five years. I would say the last time we were there was probably like three, maybe like before pandemic. It so. was like, but pre pre pandemic, it's yeah. been a really long time. And yeah. Okay. And we sat outside. That's true. Yeah. That's it's true. very different vibes. The one in Lebo is very small. It is. Especially um, compared to the one in Sharpsburg. Well, yeah, that's because the brew plant is like a giant place. It is. Um, but I do like the one in Sharpsburg, especially because it's a stone's throw from Dancing Gnome. And it's it like is. right in, on the line of the trail. If you're hitting a couple at the same time, you can hit you can just like four or five of them, no problem. You know, like I said, they're, they've been around for a while. One of the things that I like about Hitchhiker is their list is usually crazy. It is. There's usually something for everyone there, which right. makes it really popular. And they do weird things too. They do. Right? Like they do try to experiment a lot and you see that with their sour series you see that with even with their ipas like they have what six different versions of bane yes like fish no, hold on let's name many. them let's name them so we have bane double bane baby bane double dry hop bane that's like four that i can think of there's uh opposite bane oh, okay which is five okay. so i was close you were close um double dry hop bane is great uh if you haven't gotten it i think they still have it on tap right now um, I think it's fine. I'm starting to wonder if I just don't love a dry hopped beer. 
anymore. See, I, I do, but I think it's more just the kind of the hunt. Cause didn't I, guess? I also like bitch about a dry hop Pilsner. Yeah. Like 10 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like, or, Oh no, this one is, this one's very sweet. Yes. That's right. Yeah. This one is like, it smells sweet and it tastes sweet. Yeah. This is our second can of this one. I think I'm getting a little bit more bitter from this one now. Oh, this is much better than it was on, than it was on draft. Yeah. Cause you had it. I refrained from drinking hitchhiker. That's right. That's right. Cause we stopped to get person. the four pack and I grabbed a draft while we were there. While I watched speed skating. Um, this is much better than it was on draft. So maybe it was just like super fresh. But yeah, this isn't anywhere near as sweet as that one was. No. That one was almost, for me, undrinkable because I don't. I mean, when you say double dry hopped, what I'm assuming is that you're going to get more of the the floral notes or the bitter notes or the some sort of. Yeah, it was like overly floral to me. But I guess double dry hopping is more for aroma than flavor anyway, right? Because flavor is part of the. No idea. Any brewer Um, out there who wants to correct us, go right ahead. (laughs) Maybe I'll just cut this whole part out. Anyway. I uh, mean, no, please share knowledge, but like. Right. Politely, thank you. Yeah, I'm not real sure. Don't be like other people who are like, oh my God. I feel like I'm probably getting that backwards, but <clears throat> either way. Um, Moving on. Yeah, th- there are some series that Hitchhiker does that we love and that we hate, right? I feel like the whole punch series, you and I are on the same page with, where it's not, like it's this It never this hits smoothie, the way I want like, it to hit. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's branded as this like smoothie, sour, like big flavor beer but i never feel like it absolutely encapsulates what they're going for yeah like i just feel like i never it's like the croix <laughs> someone's shouting lemon at you from like 40 feet away yes 40 miles away there we go that's a much further distance <laughs> like yeah like i just always feel like it it lacks what it's going for the one that i always come back to but it's very popular so right like, like everybody loves i'm it, not gonna shit so. on it it's just not for me right um, so I, I feel like the two that I would always go to are Jelly Donut, which is not good, and Hawaiian Punch, which tastes exactly like Hawaiian Punch. Hawaiian Punch, punch is great. Like that, that like those are just my two things. Yeah. Like I I'm not saying that Jelly Donut is bad. I can't remember anything about Jelly Donut, so it I'll was, take your word for it. Yeah, I, I, they had like cinnamon in it or something, like to make it kind of like taste like the powdered sugar on a donut. And I don't think it landed to me. I, I don't remember exactly what they use. I'm I'm really bad at this. I'm making a face at him for suggesting that Cinnamon typically goes on a powdered sugar donut. Well, no, it's it's that's what I mean. Cinnamon and sugar or powdered sugar. Right. Maybe I meant powdered sugar. I prefer, because my favorite donut is just a plain cinnamon sugar donut, because I'm very plain. And that's fine. Just saying that. Okay. Well, yeah, again, uh, but but the other series that they do that we love, like their IPAs, I mean, Mercine is great. Yeah. Uh, The doubles, for the most part, I, I tend to lean towards anyway, but like... What's the other one that they're really either they released last week or this week? Roy G. Biv? Is oh, that, yeah. Am I like making that up or is no, that the RGB, actual No, RGB is the triple. Okay. Um, remember when they did the quad? Uh, Probably. CMYK? CYMK? Yes. Was the quad. And I remember Andy, their head brewer, coming out like on Twitter and going, We're never making it again. Like, Why? I guess it's. Tell just, me a story. I have no idea. I just remember vividly that he was like, never again. I think I do CMYK. remember like the never again, <laughs> but I don't remember if there's ever a why behind it. I think it. it was, 
I mean, I think it was probably just way too expensive. Probably. For what it, or way too much time or something. I don't know. Like, I, I just think that I thought it was a decent beer, but it was also like, uh, I, do you remember the, what was the dancing gnome? Um, not a, not a lactose beer. You mean the one that they made with grapes or? No, 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 <laughs> no. We, we don't talk about Cambrisco. Uh, yes, we do. Cause <laughs> I didn't hate it. Um, no, the other one, it was, uh, shit. It was a collab. It was a collab, but and, I do, I know, I remember what you're talking about. And um, it was like a 12% beer. Yes. But it was like, uh, we made a lactose beer without using lactose. Yes, and I vividly that was like remember the, it. <laughs> That uh, that to me is kind of like CMYK. They're just like pushing it aside. Like yeah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so you know what? Sometimes shit just doesn't work out. Right. Uh, but I also love the um, Barrel Age Woke, which is available now. Was pretty good. Their barrel program's pretty legit. Um, Their aged stuff the are good. Barrel Age Triple Shakes. That's one of your favorites. Triple Shakes might be my favorite beer that Hitchhiker makes. Actually, you know what? I'll go on and say Triple Shakes is my favorite beer that Hitchhiker makes. Okay. When you barrel age that, just sign me the fuck up. I will take all of it. Okay. Um, That stuff is great. Uh, If you like their coffee beers, you'll like their coffee too. They Mm -hmm. do coffee roasting, right? So that's cool too. Um, I mean, it's a little pricey. I'll be honest. But what isn't nowadays? Right. And I mean, you're getting something artisanal that's being made by these people that are putting themselves out there in a creative sense, mm-hmm. right? And some of it lands, some of it doesn't. I mean, uh, we've—I'm not a coconut fan, so I'm obviously not going to buy coconut coffee. But I've had the the shakes coffee blend, and it's mm-hmm. good. It is, and I was excited to buy it. So yes, we do. I don't care it. what it costs if I'm excited about it. Right. So yeah, um, I don't know. Do you want to do you want to talk a little bit more about their about the place? Okay, never mind. I mean, at this point, everyone has been there. It's it's large. It was packed. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, no it Fort Pitt Saturday. Brewery. That's the Saturday. coolest thing about it is that it wasn't a brewery at yeah. one point, and now it's a brewery again. That's now awesome. It's a brewery again. Uh, but yeah, it was a Saturday afternoon. Everybody's hanging out, hopping, watching TV. You know, there's pinball. There is pinball. How the fuck can you go wrong that. with pinball? I think that the experience there is pretty good overall i don't think that i've ever had like, like a shitty like, I like being outside there experience. no and i like being outside there in the spring and summer yeah i think the outdoor, they have a nice area, outdoor cool. area it gets very hot in the actual like tap room in the summer though yes they clearly don't have ac right and it just gets like almost unbearably sticky in there when it's packed well, I mean, you're you're adding body heat to a yeah. building that doesn't have ventilation, right? Like, and I mean, like they can open the doors and like the backyard back all they want, but it's still just maybe like, it was Hitchhiker. St- what the pill the dry hop Pilsner series? Hold on, let's go to the oh. tape. <laughs> it's like who was, who was Hitchhiker? <laughs> oh, so it's like Jesus. living with him, ladies and gentlemen. He just like randomly says shit at me, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? It'll be yeah, something you thought of four d- d- days ago. David Spade. That's it. Yeah, so I'm apparently way off base. Uh, You're just making shit up at this point. But I read it somewhere, and now I can't remember where I saw it. So, anyway, moving on. (laughs) Uh, First stamp is Hitchhiker. So, that's going to be a a new series we're going to do moving forward here. We're going to try to hit one every episode. 
I doubt that's going to happen. But we also have 45 breweries to get through, so we're going to try to make it work. Yes. I mean, we'll get there eventually. Yes. But it's uh, winter, and I hate to leave the house right now, so... Right. It's one of those things where if we we do an episode every week, two weeks, whatever Ish, it's yeah. going to be, uh, we're going to kind of backload and we're going to have one experience for multiple. So I'm going to try to split them up into weekly episodes, but this is going to be our Pittsburgh Brewery Guide, The Experience, brought to you by the Weekly Recap. Yeah. <laughs> so now for the bulk of the episode. This is what I wanted to talk about this week. Okay. This past weekend... Was the Super Bowl. It sure was. And Valentine's Day, but we don't have to really get into that. No. I don't think that Valentine's Day is worth talking about. No one gives a shit about Valentine's Day. I mean, they might. The, there was so, actually a lot of really cool events going on this weekend were. at breweries. But I'm a Grinch, but for Valentine's Day, because it's a fake holiday. <laughs> a um, Valentine's Day Grinch. So I was just like, no, I don't want to do anything. Except now that I heard that there was Lavender Earl Grey something at the event at Two Phrase. I'm upset that we didn't go. Damn it. I know. She She's a poopid, not a cupid. That's what it is. Fantastic. It's like a Grinch. It is. Except for Valentine's Day. <laughs> exactly. It works. All right. No, there's a lot of cool events that we did not go to. <laughs> True. Um, yes, we. Uh, so we definitely had ourselves a home weekend. Which your girl just needs like six of those a week to survive. So... Which is fine. <laughs> but we did have ourselves a fun little Super Bowl uh, meal just just leaning. I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> it was like, I can't even remember what we did on Sunday. So, like, all right, I'm going to see where you go with this. But, like, I went grocery shopping alone, so. All right. So, <laughs> Super Bowl Sunday. Right? We went to Voodoo. We went to Voodoo. To pick up. To pick up bottles. flops. Warlock flip flops, and we did. Try, I did try the big black voodoo daddy you with did. strawberries and lactose, which I thought was way too sweet. Guys. Oh my god, Come it was on. like Ooh. drinking sugar. It was really sweet. And um, you're talking with someone who can't go. I don't know four hours without a sweet, but like <laughs> that one. What it was just. It was straight sugar. But, like, my thing about Big Black Voodoo Daddy is, like, their, like, go-to stout. Like, that's the the one that they always have. It's a, gr- it's yeah, a, it's it's a, a great, great beer. It's a great, solid, like, stout. But it, I got no strawberry. It was just all sugar. Uh, see, I, I got strawberry throughout. But it was one, one of those sip, things so. that was, like, you had to kind of drink a few. Oh, also, drink, I could like, not a few sips of it. breathe at all on Sunday, so. Well, that's, that's. The congestion is better, for the better today, though. It's better <laughs> oh, today. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so maybe we'll... Uh, I don't know. I, I liked trying it. I thought it was a cool idea for, like, a keg of it to be on draft. Yeah, I would never, ever, ever want more than, like, a no, half quart no, no, of that no. beer. Um, although Voodoo is back to... Uh, sorry, we're talking Voodoo Homestead. We didn't go to Meadville. We're talking Voodoo Homestead. Had this on tap. Yes. Uh, they are back to a full food menu. Yeah, they had brunch um, and stuff, and things looked really good and yeah. smelled really good. It was uh, it was a good vibe in that place, and it wasn't real busy. Speaking of excellent food, on the east end of the city, we went to thanks Jen for influencing me to go to Gussie's <laughs> in Oakland. Yes, because that fucking bagel sandwich was fire. That bagel was so good. Yeah, yeah, we'll definitely be back to Gussie's. Uh, so shout I out to just, like, Hello Beautiful PGH. 
I'm upset that I didn't get like bagels for the week now. (laughs) I want to go back and get bagels (laughs) just to have because they were really good. And I've, I mean, like I've never been to pigeon bagels, but I, and I hear they're really good, but I also hear that a lot of people complain that they're like never open and or sell out all the time. So it was nice to have like another bagel place that was excellent. Yeah. And it was a Sunday afternoon and they weren't super busy. I mean, it was like two o'clock in the afternoon. Right. But still. Everybody goes out and eats. And they close at three. So, I mean, we may have just missed the rush, but it was really good. Yeah. So Gussie's has the endorsement of the weekly recap. Yes. For sure. Um, Because I love to talk about food. So we're going to continue that conversation then because I like Super Bowl food. I like this whole idea of just being gluttonous. Same, which is what we were on Sunday. Absolutely. We didn't stop eating all day. I'm pretty sure. my kind of day. Um, So... I want to know, like, I, I feel like we should do like a, a beer and food pairing type of thing or or maybe just like top five foods that you want to have during the Super Bowl. Okay, because I had like only one of them. Right. <laughs> there were many other foods I wanted to eat on Sunday, but like realistically. Yeah, we had, okay, I so we do, had like I can't one, eat that much. we had one and a half meals. We had a nice little appetizer. Yes. And the main course. Okay. Ish. Yeah. <laughs> so um, let's get into it. What uh, right. What do you think? Which do I think like my top five all-time Super Bowl foods? Yeah. Like what, what do you think goes the best with the Super goes Bowl? Goes the best with the Super Bowl? That's like. All right. What I didn't have, buffalo chicken dip. Okay. See, f- out of the <laughs> gate. Wrong. Wrong. No. Wrong. No. no you don't I, get to no, wrong I'm, just because you don't like dips and you don't like cheese. I don't like Buffalo chicken dip. I don't care. This isn't your list. It's mine. Well, okay, but we can have a debate about this. Absolutely not, because you can't just tell me I'm wrong. Okay. So buffalo chicken dip. (laughs) No, that's wrong. It's my number one. No, it's still wrong. Oh, my God. Fuck you and your wings. (laughs) No. Yes. Uh, So that's number five on your list, or is that number one on your list? It's number one on my list because I didn't have it. But I love... God, I love... Buffalo chicken dip. It okay. is so good. All right. Well, uh, Nick, it's my favorite thing. Nick obviously world. does not like Nick buffalo chicken dip. despises buffalo chicken dip because he's not American. He's communist. Moving on. That's a fair point. Number two is nachos, which you also didn't have. But we've had no- we had nachos recently, and I literally, like, as per usual, overindulged, and I don't want nachos again for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> um, guys, uh, if, you, if you haven't picked up on it from listening to this podcast for the past three years... Uh, neither of us are lactose tolerant. Okay. (laughs) So whenever we say nachos, we do indulge in cheese heavily. He, I mean, I eat cheese every day of my life. Nick does not. (laughs) I don't give a shit. But give me the stomach ache at the end. Yes. This story leads to, it's a bad idea for us to crush the the amount of nachos that we do. Well, and and I don't know what was up with like that batch (laughs) in particular, but like, I felt like I had a nacho baby in my stomach for like three days afterwards, and I never like I just don't want nachos again for a really long time. You're welcome. So nachos number three. <laughs> I'm moving on. It's what we really had. I had chicken nuggets because mm. I love homemade chicken nuggets. I love chicken nuggets. They're not really a Super Bowl food, but like I don't care. I made them a Super Bowl food because I don't care for wings. See, I was much more polite about that than you were with my buffalo chicken dip. Well, buffalo chicken dip is gross. It is not. I think number four would also be a dip. Actually, number four and five are both dips. 
So when I dip, you dip, we dip. Let's go. Taco dip is another favorite, which is like nachos, but individual. <laughs> so okay, can I? I probably have to tie now because I fucked up saying a dip again. But yeah, go ahead, interject, please. I just like taco dip is fine. Okay. I just want. I mean, it is a lot of sour cream, which I can only have like four bites well, of. That, but that's fine. I like sour cream. I do too. Like, I, I don't. I don't hate any individual part of taco dip. I just really want like warm that. meat. You know, like it is, I, I want. It is like, warm. You're not really like I've never served taco dip cold. Okay. It just like the meat might chill because you do top it with sour cream, but like right. it is. That's that's warm. kind of what I'm getting at. Is that I, I feel like it's it's like room temperature meat. By the time you get to it, like type well, of thing. So that's that's my that's my interpretation of it. I'm sorry if I'm wrong, that's, but that's per usual. You are, but like, all right, <sighs> ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to a live divorce. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, I guess I'll tie. I don't know. This is really hard for me because I love all food and like any snack food I can get my hands on. I'm gonna eat, but I do also maybe I'll tie taco dip and spinach and artichoke dip, but not. Spinach and artichoke dip made with cream cheese. Fuck that. No. We go all out. We make a roux. We make a bechamel. We throw cheese in there. And then we stir in sautéed spinach and artichoke hearts and a bunch of seasoning. And then you put it in the oven top with more cheese and bake it. That is spinach artichoke dip. Thank you, Emerald Lagasse, for teaching me how to make it. So, yeah, I'm really passionate about my dips. I fucking hate when people are like, oh, yeah, just throw some melted cream cheese in there and call it a day. No. Okay. No. Cream cheese is only for buffalo chicken dip. I Maybe I'll try buffalo chicken dip with a roux instead of cream cheese and see if it's better or worse. She's what doing the work for you, people. What an idea. Okay. Maybe Nick will like it more because he hates cream cheese. That's an absolute fact. I hate cream cheese. So maybe you'll like it more. If- you know what I also hate? Cottage cheese. That shit's All right, gross. that's random, but like, okay. I don't know. This starts with a C. Okay. And it's a cheese. And then I feel like number five would probably be what we made for our appetizer, which was the easiest thing in the world, Jimmy Dean's sausage balls. Mm. Literally right off of the package, we took this recipe. No, I had to Google it. I actually was like, it would be really convenient (laughs) if this recipe was on the package. And of course it wasn't. So I was like, great, I have to get my phone out and get my phone covered in fucking homemade baking mix. But the story of these sausage balls goes back a ways because like when I, we were living it does in Cranberry and my roommate made these, it was like an eye opening experience. Like we had no idea what was coming and I was like, Hmm. Oh, Actually I did because like, my mom used, like, had made them once or twice before too. Cause I distinctly remember having them at my parents' house. And then like, it's one of those things where you like, you have them once and you forget about it and you're like, Oh fuck. I remember this now. See, and you're like, I'm going to eat 18 of these. The thing is, it's very similar to what my mom makes for like big parties. Okay. Called Polish mistakes. Oh yeah. Right. You get pumpernickel bread. You put a little meat and cheese thing on top. Meat and cheese are the only similarities. Right. No, I get that. I understand that. I'm just saying. But it's easy to eat. It's a, a simple appetizer to like you know, stuff a stuff a uh, toothpick. In toothpick. It. That's it. Uh, you know, pop it in your mouth. You can eat like 13 of them. And especially, like not like, even think about it. Of course, Sarah went American with it and made them giant ass meatballs instead of like the little like 
serving size ones, which is fine. Don't get me wrong. They yeah, st- I was hungry and great. I like wasn't fucking around. No, I understand. And also, for some reason, didn't get my cookie scoop out to make it uniform, so <laughs> I may have messed up. <laughs> they were still delicious. Full um, disclosure, I asked him if it was a good enough size or he wanted me to make them smaller, and he said, no, that's good, so... Yeah, mostly because I was super hungry at that point. <laughs> All right, so run down your top five for me again here real quick. All right. Buffalo, Buffalo chicken, chicken dip. dip. Nachos, chicken nuggets, taco dip slash spinach art toe dip, and sausage balls. All right. So I think that's a pretty good spread for a Super Bowl. If you had all of those things at once with I feel like, like it's party, too dip heavy. It is a little dip heavy. I would probably eliminate a dip. But and the thing is, like another entree. the thing about that is that you could probably make it like a dip plus side type of thing and knock one of those out as being like a like i would choose not just or taco dip well yeah it's the same thing right so if you go with spinach artichoke dip dip and you make like a little crostini with like a little bit of something on top or whatever that'd be good you know but most people put it in bread bowls with their disgusting cream cheese and serve it cold (laughs) sorry it's not my life (laughs) guys that's not my life (laughs) um so I, I've had a little bit of time to think about this. You have because I could talk about food literally all day. Number one, chicken wings. Of course, chicken wings. It's 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 it is. It's an it's American, American institution, right? And I would have put it on there if I enjoyed wings, but I buffalo don't. wings, buffalo traditional wings, not none of that boneless shit because boneless is just chicken, chicken nuggets. nuggets, which is we why are, I made them. We are a chicken nugget <laughs> household. Okay, I love chicken nuggets. Don't get me wrong, but they are not boneless wings. They're not. Boneless wings just chicken nuggets. are Popcorn chicken ch- nuggets. Popcorn chicken. Like. They don't exist. Okay. Boneless wings are a misnomer. They Completely. Are. Just give me the chicken nuggets. Give me the regular ass traditional wings. I want to rip meat off the bone when I'm eating something. That's really just how it goes. Okay. Uh, number two. Got to be nachos. I, yeah. I got to stick with nachos on this one. Nachos are just a great communal dish. They are. You don't have to feel gross eating you know, like sharing with people, right? Yeah, like, because you can like easily serve yourself nachos, lift right, them up. Right. They may fall apart, but no one cares. Yeah, but nachos are like a game day thing, right? In general, if you're going to the ballpark of any ballpark, whatever it is, you <laughs> if know. If you're going to any sporting event, any I'm sporting nachos. Any sporting event, nachos are there, right? It's happening. You go to a hockey game. You go to a nachos. soccer game. You go to a... I've never been to a soccer me game. Me either. Whatever. <laughs> but... For the three major sp- professional sports teams, you go to a European football game. Uh, <laughs> I've gotten nachos at every single stadium. <laughs> so, nachos are a staple. Um, I would say number three, sliders. Oh my god, what a good idea! Right? Fuck. Right. Yeah. Okay. Now, Absolutely. Now, my number three and four are going to be very similar, but sliders are. Uh, that, that opens you up to a lot because you does. can do like because you can do any kind. You of could do slider. like pulled pork sliders. Yeah, you could do cheeseburger little, sliders, little burgers. You could do like meatball, ham meatball sandwich sub. sliders. Right, you could do like there's turkey. So many, there's so uh, many options. Right. Uh, number four is a little bit more of a homer statement than anything else, but triangle bar hoagies. Yeah, a, a large sandwich in general is always a good option. Right. Yeah, like a, a sandwich platter. Yeah. Uh, in general, I'll always but, go for a sandwich ring. But you got to get yourself a battleship. Yeah. And you now go down to Swissville, you one. pick it up, right? Like, oh, thanks. That might be lunch tomorrow. Now I want one. That's um, an aggressive amount of lunch. So that's number four. Okay. What's number five? Number five. And. You might kill me for saying this. 
Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I like, I, I feel like this is one of those times where you have to splurge and you just go with the, the grossest, most generic nacho cheese, but you get some like chili con queso. That's just nachos. No. It's just another form no, no, of nachos. No, just like dip. Just like, it's just the dip is what I'm saying. Oh, because you're saying just like a, a queso. Yes, like okay. queso with meat in it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Chili con carne. No. Chili con queso. Because it's cheese. Whatever. Guess I don't speak Spanish. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know I don't speak Spanish. I'm definitely <laughs> I'm definitely splicing that clip you in can. here. <laughs> you know I don't speak Spanish. In English, please. All right. Uh... So that's my top five. Queso fundido, I think, is what I was going for, but I don't even think that's right. That's probably not right. That's fine. <laughs> uh, so my top five are wings, nachos, sliders, uh, sandwich tray slash triangle bar battleship, okay. and chili con queso. Okay. Fantastic. That would be a really good spread if we put them all together and had like a huge Super Bowl party. Right. Like if we had multiple people over, but it was just yeah, us. It was just us. Watching and I had to like <laughs> limit myself. So no, I could not make an entire thing of spinach artichoke dip or buffalo chicken dip. I should have just fucking gone to Trader Joe's Market and gotten. Di- a- no, I would have gone to Market District and gotten like the legit buffalo chicken dip. Trader Joe's is fine, but it's like not quite the same. Gotcha. Because Market District, they like make by hand well and then i would have probably asked you to get me like a three-piece fried chicken while you were there too that would have been fine because we probably should have just done that giant eagles fried chicken is so fucking good maybe we'll have like a super bowl repeat with all the other <laughs> things we wanted to make the pro there's bowl a, oh wait no the pro ever. bowl's already there's ever. a hockey game on sunday afternoon i think we could totally make this work tight love it all right so we are about 40 minutes into this episode okay i've got Literally nothing else on my brain other than festivals that are coming up. And I'm going to talk about them. But first, I got to say, we are an affiliate of Fueled by Hops. I guess it's time for our ad break. Yep, ad break, right? At the end, because we like to let you guys have all the content first. Yes. Okay? Remember that about us because we don't make any money on this other than the stuff that you spend at the Fueled by Hops store. Mm-hmm. We've made a whole of $56 or something like that, which is cool. No, Yay. thank you guys, honestly, for using our code. The Weekly Recap. All one word, all lowercase, or all uppercase. I don't know if that works or not. Um, <laughs> but shop.fueledbyhops.com. They have crazy amounts of merch. They have stuff on sale. They have freebies every once in a while. They've got a festival coming up. We're going to talk oh God, about I'm it in so a second. I'm so excited. Um, it's almost uh, sold out. It is. Get your goddamn tickets. We're going you... to the second session in case anyone like wants to come say hi. Right? Maybe we'll have branded merch by then. Who knows? Knows. Anyway, uh, what I was saying, shop.fueledbyhops.com, use our code, the weekly recap, 20% off your entire order. You spend $80 or more, you get free shipping anywhere in the contiguous. Maybe even Alaska. I don't know. Do you know? I'm not sure if they do that or not, to be honest. <laughs> but <laughs> Nick's making shit up. <laughs> if they don't, goal. if they don't, send me a DM with your receipt and I will pay for your shipping to Alaska or Hawaii, okay? That's a bold ass fucking <laughs> statement. Do you know how expensive it is to ship shit? Um, I'll do it one time. Okay, I'm gonna say I'll do it to the first person that DMs me from Alaska or Hawaii that wants some fuel by hops shit. Uh, we are gonna have Ryan on in the next week. We are going to uh, we are gonna have an on-site podcast 
I'm going to speak this into existence because it needs to happen soon. Yay. Um, there are guests aplenty coming, I promise. If you guys stick with us, you will get there. Thank you so much for listening to us. I love beer. I love my wife. I love doing this every week. Wow. I got a shout out. <laughs> you, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anything else to add, Sarah? I don't think so. Oh, you don't want to talk about best brunch ever? I just did. I said we're going to the second session, and it's almost sold out. The first session is sold out. Yeah. So you fucking missed it, you idiots. Uh, there will probably be like a ticket giveaway or something you might be able to get in on. But, it. but like, do you know what day that. it is? Do you know who who's going to be there? Do you know who's sponsoring it? You literally just said fuel by hops, and they're. I'm sorry, were we not making that really like that relationship connection? No, no, no. So I understand that. that. It is <laughs> I'm May, just saying. May 14th. May 14th. May 14th, because we have something going on May 13th, and I didn't want to confuse it. Yes. May 14th at Hop Farm. 20 in plus Lawrenceville. breweries. 20, 20 plus, plus breweries, breweries, including my favorite prototype. Prototype. Do you want me to run through the list? I don't think so. I feel like we could probably just direct people to their Instagram or Facebook page. Correct www.fueledbyhops.com for all the info. Yes. Okay. Get your tickets through. Like and engage in their Instagram posts too. Thank you. Seriously. Join the Facebook group. That's where you get all your good information. That's where you got tickets at 8 a.m. instead of 10 a.m. Yes. Okay. That's how you got into the first session. I'm saying. That you fucking missed. And I don't have Facebook, so. Anyway. (laughs) uh, So sponsored by Mike's Beer Bar. I love that place. So 80 fucking taps. 80 plus taps. 300 different beers plus. We love options. Mike's Beer Bar. Sponsor us, please. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Creekside with the glassware. Nice. And shit, there's one more and I can't think of it. He literally has it up on his phone. Oh, son of a bitch. Who is it? Carson Street Deli and Marino's. Those are bringing the food. And there's going to be so many collabs. So many collabs, guys. Your girl loves Carson Street Deli. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Austin. This is his name. New one. Uh, shout out to Josh at Marino's. Great friend of the podcast. Great food, too. Great food. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, both of those places have fantastic food. If you're not going to Marino's or Carson Street, you're wrong. Okay? Yes. That's it. Anything else? Nope. Nope, we're going to raise a glass here. Don't care if it's water or not. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Yeah.